Tell them it's all for the broken. 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 Tell them it's all for the broken. Yeah. It's all for the broken. Yeah. It's all for the broken. Yeah. It's all for the broken. Boy, look around and need hope. No question about it. Can't get around the whole world. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Healing broken souls. I am Benny Powell, pastor of Greater Second Baptist Church, and today I am all alone by my lonesome, my dear friend John Boynowski is away with his family, so I'm here today, and we're going to be talking about a, a subject that is dear to me. Um, it's one that has impacted my life uh, for many, many, many years, and we're going to be talking about suicide and the effects that suicide has had on the various families uh, realizing and understanding that today suicide rates are increasing more and more. Um, but one of the things that uh, has been most evident to me is the issue of teen suicide. Um, when you look at suicide and suicide rates, um, the numbers are going up, especially since the period of COVID. Uh, in COVID, more depression, more anxiety, more issues of uh, uh, isolation had increased, and the numbers haven't deterred themselves. We're seeing more diagnosis of uh, major depressive disorder, anxiety issues, uh, uh, issues where uh, teens are not talking uh, to themselves or friend, and they're basically walking around hurt and all these things. Uh, the one reason why suicide is so important to me is because even as a young man, uh, I had a family member that committed suicide, and, and when that happened to our family, we were devastated because we never thought about suicide in our family or even in our culture. Uh, when I was a young, young man, uh, being black in America, no one said to me that you have to watch out for suicide. And so we really didn't pay it no interest at all. And now that I look back on it, uh, my cousin had given us many, many signs of suicide. And even today, as we look at the teens in the world, uh, many of them have disassociative disorders and they're isolating themselves and they're pulling themselves away from the family and people saying, well, no, they're going through a mood or they're having a moment or that's the way they always are. And I'm here today to tell you that you should take these uh, uh, little uh, tidbits that they're handing out to you very, very seriously. When there's talk of hopelessness, loss, and um, they're irritable or even um, not really, really doing the things that they enjoy. Uh, if they're finding um, that life has no meaning or they're not doing things that they normally do, socializing with their friends or uh, uh, playing their sports or being uh, active in various things, take these thoughts very, very seriously as well as these actions. Uh, suicide, uh, there's a lot of things that can be done. You can call the 1-800-SUICIDE number. You can look for uh, issues with teen prevention and things like that. Also look at the issue of teen using substances or more substances than they normally do. Suicide is one of the most uh, detrimental ways for teens to uh, uh, hurt themselves. They, they do it by drug use. They do it by ingestation of, of medication. They do it by uh, cutting themselves or doing something uh, uh, hazardly dangerous like driving in car at high speed. 
Uh, I've been uh, working with teens for many years, and I can't tell you how many times a teen has told me that they've gotten in their car, going down a major thoroughfare, and just start driving anywhere from 60 to 120, 130 miles an hour and saying that they were not going to stop until they hit something or someone or that the police would stop them and they would get help that way. So when we look at teen suicide, please, uh, mothers, fathers, brothers and sisters, aunts, uncle, everyone, uh, look at your teen and, and realize and understand that if they're not normal, they're not behaving normal, don't take this as just a phase in life. Uh, mental health disorder is a big, big, big issue uh, in our country right now. And the United States government is putting forth a lot of resources to help families with uh, mental health issues along with substance use issues. But the issue still is the identification of suicide. How can you tell if someone is uh, thinking about uh, suicide? Um, or do they have a plan? You know, you want to look at that. Do they have a means? You want to look at that. Do they ha have a, a time and a place? Have they said anything? So uh, a team may be joking around and say, you know what? Um, I'm, I'm going to kill myself. Take that seriously. Do not disregard it. Do not uh, take it as some something that they're just playing around with it or that they're just saying something to get some attention. Take it very, very, very seriously. You know, now that I'm uh, much older than I was and, and I have a little life experience, I'm not saying I have the best, but I do know that suicidal ideation is with people a lot. And once they, they start doing it or thinking about it, you have to take these situations as a crisis. If you find out that you have a teen and they're talking about suicide or you find some writings about suicide in, in their room or whatever the case is, take them to the emergency room. Just don't say they'll be okay. Take them to the emergency room. Nine times out of ten, they're going to be mad that you take them to the emergency room. If they refuse to uh, uh, go and get help, call 911. Call the police. Tell them what's going on. Let the police officer uh, assess them and they'll make a determination whether the teen needs to go but keep a vigilant watch on your child um, as I've seen in families in my family um, when people disregard what a child is saying then they're disregarding what that child may do okay so you know like if a child of mine coming and they're not acting uh, uh, right, you know, if you hear something out of the abnormal, you know, where they say, well, family is fake, or they saying, well, I, you know, I don't have anything, no purpose in life, or they give up on their life dream, then you want to take that thought very, very seriously. If they're sleeping a lot, they're staying in their rooms, uh, they're not going out with their friends anymore, uh, if they're not eating, things like that, you want to take these things very, very seriously. And I realize that some of these things may be just some uh, a characteristic of, of depression, but depression leads into to suicide as well. So, you know, you want to get them with a health care provider, uh, look in your neighborhoods, find a resource that will uh, get you and your, your loved ones some help uh, as soon as possible. 
one thing a lot of people say uh, in the religious world is all we have to do is pray for them. Well, realize and understand that God gave common sense and he gave doctors. So uh, he put doctors here for our benefit. And so, you know, it's not like uh, uh, somebody saying, hey, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm going to trust God and he's going to lower my blood pressure. Well, you better take your blood pressure pill until God lowers your blood pressure pill. I mean, your blood pressure. So you take that seriously. We take heart attacks seriously. We take strokes seriously. We take diabetes seriously. Now we take addiction seriously, but we still have to take uh, uh, suicide just as seriously. You know, and you may wonder what brought all this on. I have seen so many young people uh, here in the last two to four months that come in and they're not themselves. Their family brought them in to get them counseling to see what's going on with them. And seven out of ten of the young youths that I've talked to uh, have had suicidal ideations. And that's scary. Seven out of ten youth have had suicidal ideation. People say, well, you know, I always, I thought about hurting myself sometime in the past. Well, that may be a, 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 a quick thought. It never went anywhere. But with a lot of people, uh, suicide is a very serious thing. And sometimes they don't say anything. So it's important to watch their body language, things that they're not doing any longer. These things matter. Or if they have a, a, a lot of uh, uh, things that they feel that is wrong with them. They don't like the way they look. They don't like the way they sound. Um, you know, they don't like uh, the clothes they wear. You know, that's something you have to consider in in everything. Now, the next thing I would say in regards to this is that a lot of people are in families that uh, have a lot of problems. You know, there is no Brady Bunch family. There is no Huxtables. There is no, none of those types of family that live uh, in America like that, that, that much. And so, you know, there are families that have problems. The mother and father may not be doing well in their relationships. Um, the uh, older siblings may be going through some issues. They may have learned some things from them uh, about how to deal with some of the things in their life. Or they just may shut down, you know. So, you know, uh, um, family issues and family concerns is another big thing that lead uh, uh, teens to want to hurt themselves. Um, you know, even in school, they're not they're not able to integrate and, and socialize uh, like everybody else. They may have low self-esteem and by some issue may have some guilt. So, you know, you, you want to be able to talk to your child on a regular basis, see how they're doing. Uh, uh, teens going from uh, middle school into high school, uh, um, that's the hardest years for most of them. And, and they, they uh, don't adjust well. And then you have to watch the ones going from junior to senior. Uh, um, you know, when they're in that last year of, uh, of high school, they're, they're frustrated. They're trying to meet their goals. There's so much expectation on them uh, to do this, get into a good school, get a uh, find out career path, find out what you're going to do. Hey, a lot of families say, hey, you're 18 years old. You're going to be grown. That add a lot of pressure to them. So these are all types of things that, that we really, really need to take a uh, 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 thought about. You know, um, I, I remember being 18 years old and my father saying, hey, you're a grown man now. Well, you know what? 
telling me I'm a grown man didn't really, really help me. Hey, what am I supposed to do now that I'm grown? You know, not just go to school and get a job or things like that. Walk me along my path. Show some investment. Show some encouragement uh, with our kids. Uh, even in the church, you know, we have to pay more attention uh, to, to our young teens. And we realize and understand that right now, uh, especially after COVID, um, that uh, population in the church has decreased by 30%. And that's all across America. That's not just in Baptist churches, Catholic churches, Methodist church. That's all across America. And so that that's taken away uh, some socialization for some of these kids. They they had their purpose in church, and and you know, and that was pulled away as well. A lot of churches uh, uh, lost their youth ministries, but I'm encouraging all of you to go back and start up those youth ministries. Yes, I know it may be hard, but it is so very, very necessary, and that's why here at Greater uh, Second Baptist Church, we're really pushing. Uh, to have our, our youth engaged in some type of activity. We're trying to make it relevant to them, to get them to be uh, uh, more uh, industrious in, in the things they do and help them grow in who they're going to be. They need to have that firm foundation of who they are, their true identity, um, apart from you know, their family, apart from their peers, apart from all these things, you know, Everybody needs a purpose. I don't care how old you are or where you go, you know, and that's something to take important. Lastly, suicide ideation amongst the elderly. That's something else we have to really, really look at. A lot of uh, people that uh, find themselves older and alone uh, uh, have thought of suicide, and, and some have uh, uh, even been uh, successful in committing suicide. So, you know, I would ask that you watch your your, your uh, elderly in your home and in, in your neighborhoods as well. Uh, you know, sometimes you can live so long until there's nobody there with you and you get lonely. So, you know, that's something else to watch out for. Um, but in it all, you know, we have to just show the love of God. We have to show love for everybody. And just because that's ain't Susie, you know, she like living by herself. You know what? Sometimes going to see the elderly, visiting them, and, and just spending a little time with them just brighten up their day. You know, I remember uh, prior to my mother going home to be with the Lord, I would go by there three, four times a week, and, and every week we would play cards for two, three hours. She would cheat me, I would cheat her, but that made her her day where she still felt part of the world and and part of, of the family as well, you know. And so those types of things still become important to us, being connected to our, uh, our family, our culture, our tribe, or whatever you want to call it, is a very important thing. So please watch out for uh, suicide ideations in the elderly. Well, this has been Benny Powell, pastor of Greater Second Baptist Church. We thank God for you. God bless you. God be with you. And we'll talk to you soon. Need hope.
But tell them it's all for the broken 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 Tell them it's all for the broken Yeah It's all for the broken Yeah It's all for the broken Yeah It's all for the broken Boy look around and need hope No question about it can't get around the whole world around us need hope No escaping battle let's talk